guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, OSLP family. This one is different for two reasons. One, it's a bare diary. Yes. And we have Stephanie with us. And it's not really with us because I am alone some today. Yes. Well, yeah. Not alone. Not alone. alone. I'm here. Yes. You but definitely help out. Message to Callie. We miss you. We miss you and we love you, Kelly. Get better. Um, we uh we're seeing all the good vibes. Yes. So even though I know this is gonna totally air way later and you're gonna be totally fine. But <laughs> we are doing She'll this be like, shit. oh, I felt those vibes. Right? She felt them. <laughs> all right. So this is gonna be Stephanie's six-month check-in, guys. So um, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but you better be because the first two <laughs> ones, I feel like now after actually doing these for so long that we should just do a three month because that one month to three months seems it's a ways, right? Wait, didn't we do a three month? We, we did. did. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't it feel like those kind of merge or they're too overlapping? What do you think? No, I feel like a lot's changed since three months, but okay. not just weight loss surgery related. Uh, well, it's all, it's all related. Let's be honest. But like everything in my life has changed yeah. in the last year. So I feel mm. like you got you some know. stories to tell. us. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm going to pull this a little closer. Oh, sorry. To I'm you, so bad at to your face. There you go. That's OK. Yeah, that was me pretending to lick the mic to make <laughs> Mel feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm you a freak. No, <laughs> you'd be surprised who I hang out with. <laughs> Nothing's gonna make me feel uncomfortable. Why is it? Hold on. Why is it doing that? I don't care. We're just gonna keep moving. And sorry, guys, for the listening, we got a little sketchiness on my computer, but it looks good. You can see us. It's recording. We should be fine. Sounds Anyways, good. Back to the show. <laughs> so, Steph, you're six months. Yes. How does it feel? I'm exactly six months I today. Know. Down to the day. Yeah. It feels really good. You know, I think I've been beating myself up a little bit lately for having, like, Why? not lost enough. I ha- This is so dumb. But I'm a numbers person. I know you can relate yep. to the smell. Yep. But, and I had in my mind's eye that I wanted to lose about 10 pounds a, a month. month. And okay. that's what success would look like for me. It's okay. just on average. Not, like, a consistent 10 pounds every month because I know it's going to be more in the beginning and go down from there. But... I just wanted to, at least through the first six, be able to average that. Yeah. And I'm, (laughs) this is so dumb, but I'm down, oh shoot, what is it? Like since surgery, 53 pounds, not 60. So so two dates. (laughs) As of today, six months, you're 53 pounds down. Yeah. From surgery. I'm I'm down um, 78 total because I lost the 25 Mm -hmm. before surgery. That's a lot. But yeah, and I think because I lost 25 pounds ahead, I'm not going to lose as much as fast. Right. Right after surgery. And and so I'm giving myself a little bit of grace there. But um, Uh yeah, I've been losing a lot slower lately. And I tend to turn in on myself whenever that happens. I can hear it in your voice. I'm like, what have I done? No, girl, that's Um, like 53 pounds is a lot. Is a lot, a lot. Re- and I think I think that's why, like, today, like, I've been beating myself up lately, but today mm-hmm. I did my before and after pictures yep. for six months. I did my measurements. I posted all that stuff. And I was like, I had this moment of, 
holy crap. Oh, good. I have come so far. Yeah. And my body is just starting to get to a place where it feels more comfortable. Yep. And that's mm-hmm. a, that's not a bad thing. No. So I need to let go of the numbers. Yes, <laughs> let just... go of the numbers. It's hard, though. I know from the, the numbers girl over here, like, it's really hard because you want to do the average. You want to be like, mm-hmm. okay, because you're... you're t- I want the clean... Like, the milestones are, like, 100 pounds lost. Right. Or, yeah. You know, those milestones are all round. They're yeah. all round numbers. Mm-hmm. And so... When the round numbers aren't working out, you're like, "What the hell? Are you trying to lose a total of a hundred? Oh no! I was I like, "Is your pretty small girlfriend?" Well, I think I have about like thirty more pounds to lose. Okay, so I am trying to. All said, my hope is to have lost like 110, 120 pounds. Total. And is that going to be total from? When you started, from the very the, beginning. okay, good, yeah. good, because I was like, I don't know if you, now that you couldn't get there, is like, is it realistic mentally? Well, and would I be happy? Right, right? like I'm not, I'm never gonna be that person that only eats chicken and vegetables. Yeah. Like uh, that's just not who I want to be. And yeah. so, like, I'm okay being a little softer. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think it's worth it. I love. <laughs> well, and just not even foods you love, just enjoying the time. Like you're like when you're with your family, like enjoying those meals yeah. with them and. And like you can still eat those meals. It just got to be just smaller. Just got smaller. Just a little bit smaller and just a little more mindfulness, like actually having it be special. So yeah. I think pre-surgery, mm-hmm. um, you know, those foods lost their specialness because I just had that kind of stuff whenever I wanted. Mm-hmm. And now um, it's interesting. I'm reading Food Junkies right now for book club. Yeah. And it's all about food addiction and awesome. abstinence against trigger foods, which I I can feel myself resisting it so hard because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to never have certain foods again. Right. Like, I don't right. want that for myself. Uh, maybe that's my addiction talk. I think it is because I feel the same way. It's like I shouldn't have to, like, not ever have the chocolate chip ice cream from Baskin Robbins I want. Yes, yes. Like, it's very particular of what it is. Yeah, I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't ever want it to be like, you can never have that, Melanie. That's and not I cool. And I also, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want food to always be a thing. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. and it always will be. We're, always, bari- we're bariatric patients. It's, it's always going, going to, be. to be. Yeah. But it just, I feel like food has always been such a thing. Mm-hmm. And part of, not to freak anybody out, but part of my hope, I think, with bariatric surgery was that like, ha, like food won't be like this demon to me oh, anymore. I don't uh, know. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I found out that the hard way the very first year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like, it's oh, no, it is. Be a this thing, is a right? thing. Like, is a... I always feel better if I weigh my food. And that feels mm. like I think I'd always had so ingrained into me, like anti-diet culture feeling like that's disordered behavior. Right. Weighing I did your too. food is just so extreme. Yeah. And I'm I'm having to like reprogram mm-hmm. myself in that like, no, this is just your way of making sure that you don't feel crappy. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. Like I have to change the mindset of like, okay, this is me weighing my food out, which I need to get back to doing. Cause I remember doing that and I felt a lot better mm-hmm. throughout the day. And I think it's because I knew and the number in my head was like, oh, I've already done all that like that's done and I kind of I've totally pulled back from that but I had the same thing in my head like oh my god I'm weighing my food that means I have a problem yeah and so if I do it that I have a problem then I have to admit that I have a problem but it's like no like actually if I just do this I feel healthier later yeah and And healthier mentally too yeah Yeah, not just the physical but it's like I I don't know if everybody can relate to this but I feel stressed if I don't know the number generally the number in my bank account 
right? Oh, did like, I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I don't know if I have a thousand dollars or six thousand dollars or two dollars in right, my bank yeah. account, it it it's nagging at me. And I I think I was so resistant to tracking my food. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's been following me for a minute knows I'm so resistant to tracking my food. Yeah. Um. But I've started doing it in the last couple of weeks, and I feel the sense of relief of like, oh, I know what's in my food bank account. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. It's like a weird lift. Yeah. It's like um, an, an anxiety just goes away about it because now well, it's it's in your head. You know, it. and I think I've learned like the reason I was so resistant is because like I didn't want to have to like do the mental gymnastics around if I do eat out or if oh, I'm over mm-hmm. to a friend's house and I don't want to weigh or weigh yeah. the food um, or things like that. And I've come to accept like there are just some days where I'm not going to track. If, but yeah. if I'm tracking like five out it, of seven days, there you that's go. fine. I was going to say it doesn't have to be. Hey, if, if you're not doing it every meal, every single day, then don't do it at all. Like, yeah, you got to get in the routines of like, oh, I can do it five times a week. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm trying to learn, like trying to get myself back into working out is the same thing. It's like you don't have to do what you were doing prior. Yeah. Right. Like at the first day, like it, it, you still have to just ease back in. Yeah. So it's going to be the same thing with weighing my food, which. Yeah, I have a layer. I still have it. I don't know yeah. why. I don't, I don't know why I stopped using it too. I don't use it for everything, but specifically like tuna or chicken, mm-hmm. like that. If I eat too much, it's going to make me feel crappy. Or um, I did a post on this. I don't think we introduced me at the top, by the way. Um, oh, one- we might not have. Oh my god, <laughs> one hungry mother. I yes. just did a post on this yesterday. Although this will air later on um, my popcorn. So this like yeah, I lightly saw that. sweetened popcorn that I mm-hmm. get is so addictive, and I could sit down and eat a whole bag of that. It's a slider food for me. Yeah. Um. And so before I even put it in the pantry, I open that bag and I separate it out into <sighs> some Ziplocs. Smart. Because. That weighing is not going to happen in my snack frenzy no. moment when I'm like, oh, I just I just mm-hmm. want to shove some popcorn in my face. Yep. There is a zero percent chance I'm weighing it at that point. <laughs> so it's got to happen when I like first yes. get it home from the grocery store. Smart, because like I've noticed if I just when I come in the grocery store, if you just separate all the foods, like the, mm-hmm. what you need to do, that whole week is so much easier. Oh, my God. <laughs> so much easier. <laughs> it's kind of dumb, but it's like, no, it needs to just happen. Just do it. Yeah. And it doesn't take I mean, it does take time. So it's not like it, it's super easy because like then everybody would do it. But it's like, no, it does take about 30 minutes to an hour yeah. to get it all done. But I think that's well worth your week feeling better than being shitty. Yeah. And it's you're spending the time either way, right? You're yeah. either spending it in one chunk or you're spending it in like seven, 10 minute chunks yeah. of trying to like, and it might take longer. Plate, yeah. Trying to plate it later. Yeah. Um, and so I think if you think about it in like the time is better spent right now than it is in the 10 minutes I have between mm-hmm. meetings. <laughs> then Yes. Yeah. Cause I'd rather enjoy the food in the 10 minute meet in between the 10 minute mm-hmm. meeting and then yeah. me making it and then trying to eat it while I'm in the next meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what happens. Like that's <laughs> yep. 100% is. Well, cause like, is that like a new thing for you from going from three months to six months is like making sure you weigh everything? Oh, yeah. Um, it's a new thing with tracking. Okay. Like, I can't put a number in if I don't know the number. Yeah. <laughs> Again, numbers person Mm -hmm. (laughs) so so weighing it makes a lot makes it a lot easier and eric and i since three months i've put us on a very strict financial diet as well and so um being home more and like planning our grocery list and stuff for those reasons is helping it's funny how the two things go so hand in hand because i'm planning meals and then grocery shopping instead of the like can we DoorDash tonight? Right. Um, right. It's making my my health 
easier too. And because I already know what I'm eating throughout the day, I'm not spending that time on you know, decision-making and I'm yeah, instead scrolling spending that time and like to find... working out or going for a walk with mm-hmm. the kids and things like that. It does alleviate time. And I don't know, it sounds like you're a girl like that likes her time. Oh, right. It's my most precious resource. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause doing like started in this podcast, I realized how like important time is now. And I'm like, yeah. Oh shit. Like I have to deviate all my time. And if I can mm-hmm. save it at the upfront guys, when it comes to like doing the prepping for your food, I, I say 100% do it because you're saving so much on the back end. Yeah. Like if you're a time person that loves their time, do all the stuff on the front end, you'll save hours on the back end. So 100%. Seriously. Yeah. And if you think, I think the hardest part for people is sitting down to think through what you're going to make for the week. Like yeah, I think that's the hard part. Like that's the hard part for me too. I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, what's it going to be? Um, but if you think it's hard, then try coming up with it seven times over throughout the week. Right. Or 14 or however many meals many we times? eat. I don't yeah. know. Um, well, and not just that, the fact of like, now you're going to be on DoorDash or on someone's meal, like screen looking mm-hmm. for other things. So that's like, you're taking up so much time just finding what you want in that moment than it could have been if you planned it yeah. on Saturday, Sunday, whatever day you pick. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I I love time savings. Yes. <laughs> so. Yes. We are like one and the same when it comes with that. And I was like, don't you waste my time. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I always feel a little bit like if I have to call customer service, I'm like, this company owes me money now because time is money. Time is money. <laughs> time, you are not wrong. You're not wrong. What else have you noticed since three to six that you've been changing? Um, I think that's the biggest one, the tracking. Because okay. last time we talked, I was in a pretty long stall. And then once I started tracking, I realized I was below my protein Dang, goals. Yep. I thought like my mental calculations were just off um or they're probably on for certain days but then right. I was making assumptions so the tracking has been number one I've also uh as of this recording I am a week and a half into entrepreneurship and oh. self-employment oh so I left my full-time job as a marketing director and I'm doing the bariatric retreat and bariatric book club full-time now That's and amazing. so congratulations I and my whole day is different and I feel so productive and I wake up like ready to launch out of bed yeah. and like work on this stuff. So, good. so like I feel like I don't know. I uh, I feel like last time I was in here, I was like kind of slugging sludging through. Right. I, I knew You're I was busy. towards the yeah. end of of kind of that chapter with that company and okay. um great company, but I, it just wasn't making me happy anymore. And so I think you want to work for yourself, finally making that transition. It just feels like it's very similar to post-op with VSG where I went back and forth and back and forth in my mind. And even though it was only like maybe 3% of me that was considering not doing it, it's 3%. It's still, it's still exhausting Mm -hmm. wondering if you're making the right decision. But then once it's done, it's done. It's done. And you don't have to think about it anymore. Yep. If, if nothing else, like if you don't lose a pound, at least you don't have to think about whether you're getting it's surgery true. or not. Like it's done. It's <laughs> over with. You wake up. I remember waking up being like, oh, I just fucking really did this. Yeah. <laughs> like it like hit my head. I'm like, oh, this really happened. Like this is not like just a talk anymore. This yeah. is not just me in the room anymore. It really doesn't like, matter what anybody thinks about mm-hmm. this anymore because it's already done. Yep. We cannot turn back the time yeah. on this one. So and that's how I'm feeling about uh, going out on my own. Like, so you cool. know, I made a, a great salary. I had a great team. Um, it just wasn't fulfilling for me anymore. And, and obviously the bariatric book club and retreat very much are. Yeah, and so they're your passion. But like from a financial perspective, and you know, I'm a numbers person. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is a terrible idea. 
<laughs> but I did it. And now I don't know the weight of not having that like mental back and forth. Yeah. I feel so much lighter and like just happier. I can't wait so. to feel that one day. <laughs> yeah. It will happen. It will happen. It's happening. Yeah. Because this podcast is going to be the one that launches it all. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because like that's a, like, literally is my dream is to be able to just work for yourself. Do exactly what you want to do all day long. Yeah. Like and the tasks that you think are the most important, important to get done are the ones that get done. Yeah. And that's yeah. like so much easier. And I can get a lot of shit done. So <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not even that I'm like working less even. Right. No, it's, if anything, no. I'm probably working more, more. because I'm just mm-hmm. so like in the zone with this stuff now that we're only like a few months out from retreat. So hi. Like, (laughs) so those that don't know, I don't know why you don't know, but the bariatric retreat is in November. It's, I believe it's the 12th or the 14th. 11th through the 14th. 11th through the 14th. You're so close. Um, We will be there. Uh, We are so freaking excited. I actually is about to post that we have our plane tickets and everything bought. So we are. Oh, you're a step ahead of me. (laughs) Those are purchased. I am super stoked. Um, Our room is all reserved. Like we all like we have plans. Like we know what we're doing. So you guys need to check it out because like it's fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. You can find it at the company that kind of runs bariatric retreat that I've created is bariatric society so bariatricsociety.com we have virtual tickets now and every now and then we have waitlist tickets that become available um and oh and i've started planning the spring retreat i'm not giving don't get too excited i'm not giving any details (laughs) um but just know that there is one there is a spring retreat it's going to be on the east coast i'm i've start you know we're in the like last 10 percent of contracting right now very cool um and, 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 and actually this is a bit of a scoop for OSLP. Ooh. I haven't told anybody about this yet. Um, we, I have started sleuthing, uh, to do a, um, a summer camp, a bariatric summer camp. Oh, that's interesting. So, wow. so yeah, after the spring retreat, we'll also have, um, a summer camp, which is longer form, more okay. activity centric. Yeah. And that's it'll be cool. like true roughing it. Overnight yeah. summer camp. Like, like in camp, like in cabins or? Yeah. Oh, like, that'd be cool. Like, like a like... legit summer camp. Oh, shit. <laughs> I've always wanted to do it. I, my wedding was actually a three-day weekend at a summer camp. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, just recreate that for the bariatric community. That's so fucking cool. So, so you guys need to like follow her as One Hungry Mother if you didn't hear in the earlier sessions of this. <laughs> um, and then, yes, uh, Bariatric Society has an Instagram and they have their own website. So go check all that stuff out because like literally they're trying to make it to where like you guys have all the information about bariatric life basically absolutely and I think you know there's that first year that's really hard there's a lot of transition that happens that first year so much changes but then there's the maintenance and everybody's mm-hmm. like, dun, dun, dun. Yep, you get to maintenance. It's like the, the hardest. Yep. Like that first year is hard, but that maintenance stage is the hardest. And I think um, th- especially with this first retreat, we're really serving that maintenance yeah. crowd. Especially, I mean, we sold tickets so early that everybody's had surgery by the time they I go. know. They're actually like so. mid. They're just going to be kind of like you, like either yeah. like six months to nine months. Um, yeah. to even like probably right at a year because I think Brie yeah, will be more. a year. There's people that are coming that are like, you know, five, ten years out from surgery as well. True. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm going to be there. I'm six years post-op. Six years. Yeah. And Michaela Miller is going to be there. She's six years. So, yeah, oh, we yeah. have some OGs, man. We have For OGs sure. Here. Yeah. Because um, Brie... That's also a part of this. Like she, she's my partner on bariatric society. Like she's going to hit her one year soon. Yeah. So like she has a couple months left. So that's super exciting. 
Yeah. So maybe they can do something at the bariatric society thing. Yeah. But anyways, back to you and your three months, not three months, your three months from six months. What What has. Yeah. What other big changes? I think I've gotten a lot more active. We're in the summertime now, too. That's true. Um, And so just like backpacking with my sister. I was supposed to be going on a either 20 or 40 mile bike ride. We're either going to do a there or a there and back on the Banks Vernonia Trail. Okay. It's going to be 106 degrees on Friday. Yeah, no. So we're going to go paddle boarding instead. There you go. That sounds <laughs> so much more fun and cooling. <laughs> yes. Um, but just like all the activities, anything that I can do to like be outside and That's move awesome. my body um, is awesome. what I want. So I'm trying to really, really focus, especially in this season on the journey instead of the destination, because mm-hmm. like once we get to our goal weight right. or whatever it is, right, like you're still in the journey. You still have to maintain yes. that weight forever. And um, it's just so important to to just enjoy where you're at. Yeah. Like the what whole moment process that you're in right now. Yeah. And, yeah. Ha- and just have the gratitude and compassion for yourself that you need to like get to, to live in that mm-hmm. space. Well, it sounds like you need to take your own advice. You're being all mean to yourself about No, I'm nice as of today. I turned a corner today. <laughs> good. Good. Cause like that, and when I first heard you say that, I was like, man, no, that's good. It's so I good. know, I know. I'm such a freaking hypocrite. I'm like, don't compare. Like your weight loss is great. And well, then it's easier when, said than done. Yeah. When you turn it in on yourself, it's a completely different story. Yeah. Like, and that's okay. Like we're all hard on ourselves. It's just like, at least now I think maybe this is um a difference for you. Is now like now you're aware of what you're doing. Oh, yeah. You think that's a big difference from before well, to and now? I, oh, or? that's another thing between three and six months is I don't weigh myself m- more than once a week, if once a week. Oh, it's, good. It's probably like once every couple of weeks because pre-surgery, weighing myself didn't result in any kind of feelings. Okay. Like I didn't get angsty. The numbers, like, they just kept climbing and I didn't really understand. They were climbing. Oh. <clears throat> before surgery. Sorry, I've got to take a drink of water. Oh, you're totally fine. Get that drink. But um, post-op, I think weighing myself is such a different story. Oh, I'm going to have a coughing fit. Are you? I can feel it. Okay. I can feel the tickle. She's like, it's coming. Do you want to drink more water? Yeah. Get it, girl. (laughs) I can clip this out. out. (laughs) Yeah, I can clip this out. I don't want people to be like, oh, Steph had COVID. (laughs) (laughs) No, never. Um, Okay. You sure? Thank you. That's going to make it easier. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I'm not weighing myself as much and it's making such a big difference on my mental health because I'm so much more focused on how my body feels day to day instead of a, you know, a random number Mm -hmm. on a scale. Well, good. What made you do that? Was there like something that happened? I started to notice that like I'd weigh myself and be frustrated because I had that Um, stall. Right. And then coming out of that stall, I lost a few pounds, but Mm -hmm. then it felt like I was in another quote unquote stall. It was really just your weight loss is more like a stair stepper. I was going to say, because what did you consider a stall before? It was like weeks, like a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks. Okay. That's a real stall though. Like up to two weeks at the stall. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's there's been people that are like, I was in a stall and it was like three days. I'm like, that's not a stall. (laughs) Or even a week is in a stall. It has to hit that too. Where it's like, okay. Because what Dr. Novak has told us is like, your body's actually like fluctuating from whatever you were doing almost two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, so you actually, if you're being good right now with all your stuff, you're going to feel it in two weeks ahead almost. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. That is nuts. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I just I started to notice an attitude shift about the scale. Okay. And so I was like, ah, forget about it. And I just put it away. That's for a while. awesome that you yeah. could. Yeah. That's impressive because not I, a lot of people, not 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 a lot of people, but there's people out there that that's tough. That's tough for them. Yeah. And I think for me, just very out of sight, out of mind. I had to like physically mm. put it away. Yeah. Like yeah. it went into my closet. And then once it's gone, I would like forget. Oh, good. So <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Like I, we, I put mine underneath my bed, so I just weigh myself like every Saturday nice. in the morning. Was yeah. that your surgery? Wait, your surgery day couldn't have been a Saturday. No, no, my surgery was a Wednesday. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's something that me and my brother started doing because we would always uh, meet up on Saturday mornings and do like a class back in the way back in the day. Um, so we would always weigh in that day. That. Um, so that's where like the Saturday just kind of just kept going for me. I that's was like, awesome. this makes it easier. I did put it away for a while. And then like that's where um, I gained a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I started feeling it like on my sides and my arms. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I weighed myself. I was like, oh, yeah, you're up five pounds. So we need to maybe just bring this back once well, a week. Like, isn't that amazing, though, that you notice on your body when mm-hmm. you gain five pounds? Yep. I feel like pre-op, like. No idea. I, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was gaining so much that five pounds. So like, what's that? Like, yeah. you don't even notice. Like, with five pounds now, I'll feel it. It's instantly back of my arms, the sides. And then um, there's like a little pouch on my belly where it's really funny to wear. Like if I'm good, if I'm like been on point all week, it's flat. And then then one little spot kind of goes a little bubble. And it's like if I've been eating like too many like carby things, I'm like, oh, shit. It's those freaking stretch marks from it's pregnancy. So, yeah, it's like one of those. that kind of like yep. goes bloop. And I'm like, you I know bastard. exactly what you're talking yeah. about. I was like, OK, all right, Melanie, I've, I did have cookies and, and a sandwich like in the last 24 hours. I probably shouldn't have done that. And I can see it. You're telling me. OK, but it's really funny now because you can see it, feel it. But before I had no clue. Like, yeah. Five pounds, 10 pounds. Like, I think the thing that I love so much about weight loss surgery, especially I think now, another thing between three and six months is in those early phases, you feel just a little bit uncomfortable right. all the time. All the time. Yeah. yeah. You're still getting used to it. And I think between three and six months, you really start to understand which foods make you feel uncomfortable okay, for yep. real mm-hmm. and which, you know, and what is your like normal base of like feeling good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, for me, like, I eat a lot of almonds, but I have noticed that if I eat too many, like, if I eat a handful of almonds, mm-hmm. like, my stomach is going to fill with gas in such a way. <laughs> like, it does not feel good. Oh, no. And so, like, just little things like that where, you know, I had no idea pre-surgery yeah. and not even in those first three months because I always just felt a little bit uncomfortable. Right, right. But now I just, I think I feel so much better because I'm recognizing which foods make me feel good, okay. genuinely good, mm-hmm. and which ones I just have probably a slight intolerance to. I can still eat them, but it's just not going to make you me can, feel my best. That I think that's what's interesting is like before um, you don't realize that like, oh, this these foods are actually making you feel like shit. Yeah. Like I I talk about all the time where like there's like this disconnect between food and brain Mm -hmm. and feelings like those don't like those don't ever like comprehend until like they're all taken away Mm -hmm. and like they're slowly given back to you. And then you can be like, oh, that's a problem. (laughs) Or, oh, like these may actually like I I might like the taste of almonds and whatnot, but I probably can't have them because they're literally will give me whatever like gas or something. So it's like now you can actually see it. Yeah. Like mine turned to olives. I loved olives. But now, oh, like, they make me feel full, and I always feel them right in my oh, back of my throat immediately. Feeling. Like, it's not even a little bit. Like, I'll just have, like, three, and I'll chew them, and then I will feel them in my back of my throat all day long. And I don't know what the fuck the deal is. <laughs> oh 
so God. I'm like, I just don't have olives. But yeah. that's the deal is like before I would just still eat them. Yeah. You oh, know, hundred percent. I had no idea. But now it's like, oh, these things actually hurt you. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if part of it too is just that we, um, we're eating more ingredients than like mixed foods. Oh, true. Than before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where. Like we're having a handful of almonds. <laughs> you know? We're having like the raw food. So yeah. now we can see it's not all processed. Which Let's go a, us. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Because that like we are. We totally are. And I, I like it. So. Yeah. I like that for us. I like that for us. I like that for you guys too. Try to yes. eat, eat clean because you can actually tell more often. Oh, yeah. And as soon as. I mean, I've noticed I hate I hate this for me, but I've noticed that my protein mm-hmm. shakes. So like if I have a fair life. Okay. Like, I'll get that protein I need. It doesn't make me feel very good. It just oh, doesn't. No. And I think it's all the, like, fake sugars mm-hmm. in there. Um, but And it's not until you get past that first, like, three months or so where you're eating so much more real food that you don't necessarily need a protein shake every right. day. Right, yeah. And then you reincorporate one and you're like, ooh. <laughs> oh, that's 100%. Because, like, I literally just had that because I've always had, like, the ones I make. Mm-hmm. So I have the one I make for almost four years. Like I just did that every morning. But like now I haven't made that thing in like six months. Yeah. So I have some pre-mades. Uh, it's like app. It's the apple oats from Premier. And I just, just shook it up and just took it. In. I'm like, oh, that's a that's a protein <laughs> shake. <laughs> like because I have my devotion and my Avi and I know what those taste like. Like yeah. that's like registered. <laughs> but like. I haven't had that in so long. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, oh, my God. And I'm like, everything has to be pre-made because, like, not pre-made. Like, I have to actually make it myself because those pre-made ones, man. It's tough. It's yeah. very tough. It's very. I mean, I get it. Like, just I used to do it. Just eat it so you can get the protein. Yeah. Do what you got to do. In the yeah. beginning, you just you do what you got to do. You really do. And I think, you know, I've come off of the whole, like, two protein shakes uh a, a day right like mm-hmm. this is what we used to have to do yeah and because like when you actually have real meat like you're gonna actually get a lot of protein oh yeah like there's I get so much plenty of protein from real food now mm-hmm. that I most days I don't need a, a protein shake I'll sometimes have a protein water because I enjoy the the flavor mixed right. with water yeah um and it helps get me to my goal mm-hmm. so maybe my nighttime snack can be carby instead of protein hey but <laughs> if you get the protein oh I yeah. see you're saying I <laughs> I'm like I want that popcorn <laughs> oh yeah well I mean we all have that one man that thing man yeah for me it's popcorn for you it's popcorn what is like your your daily look like for food um, so almost every day I have a two good yogurt cause it's okay. Greek yogurt and it has 12 grams of protein per yeah. five ounces. Um, today I mixed in some blueberries and a handful of, uh, uh, sliced almonds, yeah. which gives it another six grams yeah. of protein. Uh, so it's 18 grams of protein right there. And nice. then for lunch I had uh, chicken salad. So it's canned mm-hmm. chicken, super easy with, uh, mayonnaise and mustard, uh, Grapes, I almost said cherries, uh, uh-huh. learning my fruits, uh, grapes, celery, cilantro, and then just a little salt and pepper. Um, and so that's almost 20 grams of protein right there yeah. in, in the four ounces. That's awesome. Yeah. And then on my way down here, um, I actually ate my nighttime serving of Boom chicka pop. Boom chicka pop. <laughs> Boom chicka pop. Which adds two grams of protein. Hey, that still has some, right? It's counted. But then uh, typically Eric makes our dinner. Okay. Because he's a godsend. Yeah. Um, but we do HelloFresh and I'll just eat the protein portion and, and nice. some of the veggie for the fiber. Um, and so that gives me another 20 grams or so. And then throughout yeah. the day, I'll either have a Tremino or a Protein 2O. There you go. Give me that little extra 
Sweet boost. Nice. Yeah. Look at that. Like that's like a full day. Like in I don't see where you would feel like not like you're not eating. Oh, no. Yeah, I feel I mean, there are situations like I've learned with the yogurt, for example, if you're finding that you're getting really you're eating breakfast at nine and by 1030, you're getting really hungry Mm -hmm. and and you've had yogurt. It's very protein rich. But because we have a sleeve and the yogurt's very liquidy, it slides right through. It doesn't keep you as full as long. Mm -hmm. So I've the main reason I add the almonds and the blueberries to give it some girth. (laughs) Oh, that's smart, though. So that I feel fuller longer. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then same with, you know, the the chicken salad. Just finding things that have crunch and that Mm -hmm. have kind of that thickness to it. Instead of, if you have soup, you could have chicken soup. That's going to slide right down. You're not going to feel as full as long. Yeah, and I mean... You get fuller faster because of the water and mm-hmm. the and the chicken. Yeah, so, so you're like, not going to get quite as much content in there. No. And more and more I read, the mm. more evidence there is for the value of just three to four meals or eating eating events in a day okay, instead yeah. of the five to six, which is my mm-hmm. go-to, is like probably six a day. So uh, okay. that, that menu I just gave you is is kind of my like three to four of like when I'm being really good. Okay. Um, I use good in quoting marks because you're still good and worthy even if you make other food choices. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. But uh, – but yeah, just because of what's happening with your insulin, okay. it's just better to eat less times throughout the day. And it so is. if I did you read can that. get if you can load your meals with protein mm-hmm. to keep you full longer, it'll just be easier. Well, and I've when I read that too, I was like, oh shit, that makes way more sense. Because <laughs> then like at nighttime, I don't feel hungry. Yeah. Like I'm just I've created a habit that I have to just break of just like when I'm editing, I wanna have like a snack. Oh with yeah. Me. When I'm driving. Oh my gosh! Oh, where you er- drive. Er- Eric cracked up on my way when I was leaving to come down here. I had some Quest chips. <laughs> I had an RX bar. I had my Boom Chicka Pop. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a Tremino protein water with me. He her. was like, "Are you coming home?" Right? Like, like <laughs> that's like your meal all day. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> he was like, "Well, you can't. I, even if you tried, you couldn't eat all that." Right. But like most of it, I was like, "Oh, I'll store these things in the mm-hmm. car for later." Oh, and a bag of cashews like the list goes on it was you would have thought it was it was ridiculous but I was like no I just want to store some things in the car and I was like I want to take away every temptation for me to stop along the way no it's I that's amazing because like I think it took it takes people a while to get to that point where they're like oh I need to actually just bring it with me all the things all the things all of even if they're things that don't you don't think that you're gonna want right now Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe later you want that. <laughs> well, and I, I didn't do that till almost, which is kind of funny, is like almost like a year out that yeah. I started actually doing that. Yeah. Because like I would be, I was in like this weird thing where like, okay, I was like, okay, I have to weigh everything. I have to make sure everything's like on point. So I did everything at home. And so I barely like left to go do stuff. And if I did yeah. go, I would already like know what I'm having at that place. Yeah. And I already had it calculated. <laughs> wow. Like that's how I would do it for the first year. Um, but like after that, like I, but I never would bring anything with me. And then I realized I got into some scenarios where like I was just in the car too long. I was starting to feel a little dizzy. There was a time where like uh, we were driving on River Road and we, didn't, we I stopped at the light. It's red. Uh-huh. And apparently I yield and I turned. It was red. <laughs> and Eric's like, are you okay? And I'm like, nope, I need to eat. Like, this is a problem. So I'm like, I need, and that's when I was like, I have to put something in the car. Yeah. Yes, I was cautious and I waited for all the cars to go and then I went. <laughs> but like, that I should not be doing that. Like, that's not yeah. okay. So that's how I was like, hey, 
you really should have stuff in the car. You went way too fucking long. Like I had my water, but I just didn't have food. Well, and I hurt myself. If I go too long without eating, mm-hmm. I get so frantic about getting food into oh, my body okay. that like I won't realize I'm doing it, but I'll eat too fast. And then I'm like, oh, God. It doesn't feel good. No, you know? it's like right there and yeah. it gets stuck. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. So yeah. bringing food with me mm-hmm. just makes it a little bit easier. That's where oh, I struggle, yeah. I think, with that like three to four hour thing is because like, well, I need to eat whenever I get hungry or else I'm going to shove my face. <laughs> You're like, I'm, I'm afraid of that other end where yeah. like, <laughs> I'm just going to hurt so, myself. I mean, later. I don't think there's any like perfect answer. I mm-hmm. think that it's all a spectrum and you figure out what works for you. I think so and, too. And so I'm still trying to figure that out. Maybe at my one year, I'll be able <laughs> to tell you. Yeah, you might have my, a whole different formula. <laughs> well, I think you might have one because you are a numbers girl and you're going <laughs> to figure this shit out. Because I also was reading, that's why intermittent, like, intermittent fasting. I know people hate it, but like, that's why like yeah. that works though is the insulin thing. Yeah. It's because you're only eating in a time frame, and that, that means your whole body can have time to actually recoup and process yeah. all your food in a timely manner. Cause that's really what the deal is. Like, yeah, that's why, that's why people say don't eat before you go to bed. It's not like you're going to gain weight because of it. It's just like, it makes it a lot harder for your body to process all the food that you just put in it. Absolutely. And that's why you feel like shit when you wake up. You're just like, cause your body was not done uh-huh. processing yep. everything. So it's like actually just, oh my God, it's like you're a car. You it gotta. just makes me think of those nights with Eric where I've smoked a little bit too much pot mm-hmm. and I've like definitely eaten more than my pouch wanted. Yep. More than my sleeve wanted, I guess. Yep. Um, And then you wake up and you're like, there's still food in there Mm -hmm. processing. I don't like this. Right. You're like, it can't be possible, but it feels like it. Like there's something there. There's some bloat. Like I feel heavy. Yeah. The bloat's there. Yeah. Like I had a full, this is like, this is breaking news of yesterday (laughs) of Melanie. Like I had kind of a, a frantic moment with food. So my, it was my best friend's birthday she turned 40 so we had a barbecue over here and hung out in the pool and her co-worker made her these fucking bomb ass chocolate chip cookies i'm very simple i like just like a yeah. chill chocolate chip cookie right hence why i love the baskin robbins chocolate chip ice cream. <laughs> um and those were a fucking problem yeah and what happened was is that like i, I had it like kept grabbing stuff out of the house so I kept passing by and um, I got to like I got to the table and I was like, you have to take these home with you. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, these fucking cannot be in my house. Yeah, I'm like absolutely. this is a problem. And she's like, like, explain to me, like, what do you mean? Like, why is this a problem? I was like, I just had three cookies and and she's like, what? They all turn and look like, how did that happen? Well, I passed by them three times. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. Like, this is a real problem. Like, this, these I'm are. I'm so proud of you, though, for getting them out of your house, though, because, like, oh, it was the like food painful. addict in you mm-hmm. is 100% like, okay, let's go tuck those away yeah. before somebody takes them home. Like, yeah. those oh, are I, my later I snack. I thought that, too. I was yeah. like, I could have these when I edit tonight. We can yep, just uh-huh. have these. Like, oh, 100% had yep. that in my head. Oliver's birthday party was a couple weeks ago. We had cupcakes there. And as people were leaving, I was like, yeah, I've had the Tupperwares lined up. Like, you take two cupcakes. You take two cupcakes. Like, oh, they have to just be out of the house. Yeah, because especially that, it was like, this isn't even something that good as Mm -hmm. (laughs) store-bought kids' cupcakes. (laughs) The store-bought icing. Sometimes those can be good. I mean, but it's sugar. It is. And, like, at the end of the night, your girl's going to eat that if it's there. Oh, yeah. And I felt like shit. 
within like hours of eating those cookies. Yeah. Like it just felt like it was just like a weight was just like in my stomach. Yeah. Cause I ate them like still like even six years post-op, like I still have a restriction. I can still feel yeah. it. And yeah, like I tossed those down way too fast. Yeah. And I had to stand. They're like, are you okay? And I was like, nope, I got to walk it off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm like, Anytime I have crackers or bread yeah. or anything like that, which I know technically this, I am six months. I can have that stuff. It's frowned upon, right? Because right, it's right. very high in carbs. But every once in a while, like I'll have half of my, uh, half of my bun with my burger mm. or things like that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's fine, but other times it just like screws up my whole meal. Yeah. Like everything's stuck. The whole thing. Well, and with, for me, I was so nervous around six months to even have those things in. It wasn't even because of carbs. It's because Dr. Patterson was like, you don't have room for it. <laughs> and I go, what? And she's like, you have no room for rice, pasta, crackers, bread. Like your stomach is tiny. Like you cannot have it. And I was like, okay. So I took that like to like literal, <laughs> like, all right, girl. Okay. She says, do not touch these things. They are way, they, she's like, they will expand, which is really the rice and the pasta will. Yeah. Um, Cause we know, like, we know, like if you eat like crackers are just gonna, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can see what it does in water, <laughs> right? Exactly. Like we know what it's up to. So like for sure, like I was like, nope. Mm -mm. She was, she was very like, no. How was like? Have you? How was your last doctor's appointment? Did everything come back? I have good? it. I have it. My six month appointment on Thursday. Oh, so, so it's coming. Yeah, up. they did my labs a little bit early because I went through a period where I was feeling really tired and lethargic, okay. um, and so I was worried about my iron levels because yeah. I like always have iron issues. I mean, that's a deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You already have iron issues, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, but my, all of my stuff came back beautiful. So oh, that was really exciting. Um, I'm really looking forward to going into my appointment because I know that I'm like doing well in yeah. terms of what they want for me. And they, in fact, I think, um, I've probably gotten close to that, uh, 60 to 70% of excess weight, um, oh. expectation that they, that they had. That's so cool. I'm excited about that. Um, I did meet already with the dietitian because they separate in mine. You have the like medical, okay. uh, the nurse practitioner appointment, and then separately you have the dietitian and physical therapist. Um, and so I already had oh. it with the dietitian and physical therapist. Okay. And it was just awesome talking to her about the activity and something that it did not occur to me that I wanted to share while we we're here. Yeah. Because I have always had, not always, but in my bigger body, I had a lot of like knee, ankle and hip pain and okay. that has not gone away. Like it, it went oh. through a period of time where I was like, oh my God, I feel so much better. Right. And then lately, because I've amped up my activity, mm. it started getting achy again. And so I talked to her about it and the explanation was so interesting because she got into the anatomy of our bodies when okay. we're big bodied and like, uh, you guys can't see, but my, my hands are kind of at an angle. Um, and then you lose some weight. And so your your hips, for example, if you lose some weight between your thighs, the gait of your hips is changing. Oh, so yeah, the, your gait changes. The physical yeah. anatomy of where your arms are and where your legs are and how mm. you walk and how you move and all of that. And even the fat between your vertebrae and all that is changing so dramatically oh, I didn't even think in that. the first year that there's an expectation that you're going to have some aches and pains, especially oh. if you had them previously. So okay. she was like, yeah, I'd be surprised if, you know, you had surgery and were like miraculously yeah. <laughs> like feeling better. But she was like, you know, give it till, you know, you get through this first year, Some for some mm -hmm. people, even two years. And like, you're going to feel dramatic change once your body starts 
getting used to its new anatomy. I was like, that, that is, is crazy. That is super cool to know, though, because like I remember like even right now, my right side is it's just I don't know if it's from the weight thing or because um, I do have metal in my left leg. So I don't know if, like if the healing of all the things happened or like one's just a little bit like longer and like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like my hip goes up a little bit more on this side. Yeah. So I'm just like, this is interesting. Yeah. And like, I remember We're like not perfectly symmetrical. No, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Cause I remember like even just getting into the car sometimes like you, like you over like try to grab Yeah, because like you're used to being like yeah. bigger. Like, yeah. have you had any of those moments? Oh yeah, definitely. I think I overcompensate, you know, when I'm hiking or when I'm riding mm. my bike or okay. I'm constantly concerned about my tire pressure when I'm riding my bike oh. because mm -hmm. 70 pounds ago, like I had a lot more like tire like pops than yeah. I do now. Like, you know, you hit a big bump and your weight plus the velocity, plus the bump. Yeah. Like, and you'll get that, that little burst. And I, I haven't had one since I, you know, started writing again right. in the last few months, but it's like, it's such a like weird little tick of mine now because of being bigger bodied. Yeah. Like I'm constantly like watching my, like, Oh, is that tire full? Did I, <laughs> did I blow it out? <laughs> well, I mean, that's going to be a habit that will eventually go away for sure, but it's going to be some time. Yeah. Like, cause you, you know, cause you, you're bigger for a lot longer time. So it's yeah. like your brain is going to take a while to catch up. Um, but it's kind of cool to know that like every time you touch it, by the way, it's not going to, I know. Yeah. yeah. You probably feel you're like, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. still full. It's still full. It was so funny yesterday. I was or no, this morning when I was taking my six month pictures. Mm -hmm. Um, you're just talking about the the, you know, getting used to it. Um, mm -hmm. Eric's frantically looking around the house for something. I don't even know what he's looking for. Um, but I was like taking my six month pictures. So I'm just in a sports bra and uh bike shorts and yep. And I was like, what are you looking for? And he's like, your stomach. I can't find it anywhere. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, he's adorable. So he was looking for keys. But <laughs> I was just well, like, I mean, you did lose it. It like, gave me pause, though, because I was like, wait, what? Where is it? Like, it's <laughs> like I could not comprehend. But like, yeah, like I've lost you I've lost my stomach you and have. my butt and my boobs, but, but yeah, my stomach. But yeah, like guys, we'll post that one. Cause that's a great photo of you. Like you can really tell, like there really isn't, there's like, there's like no stomach. I know it's, I'm, I feel very lucky that I've lost a lot of my weight and my, I wasn't sure. Yeah. Like, you never I'm know. Still, like my thighs have not gone down as many inches for sure. Like everybody carries their weight differently, but, oh, yeah. but yeah. Because like, well, and you're tall. So some people that don't know, like, how tall are you? I'm 5'8". Yeah. yeah. So she's a tall woman. And yeah, like, you're going to distribute way differently than I am a 5'4", oh, yeah. like 5'5 five, five on a good day. I'm like yeah. right in between there. So but yeah, like, because mine stay in my my hips and my thighs. I did not lose yeah. my hips and my thighs. They've hung out there this whole time. <laughs> but like, most people do lose it in their face and down yeah. their neck. And then it gets to their boobs. It's like the last oh, yeah. thing is tummy. <laughs> So my boobs are such <laughs> Let's a talk trip. about it. What's going on with the boobs? Oh my god! <laughs> I put on a swimsuit yesterday. This yeah. like from pre a pre-op swimsuit. This okay. blue polka dotted swimsuit. I have one of my before pictures in it. But all of my other swimsuits were dirty because we've been out in the pool yep. and at the lake a bunch this summer. So I was like, oh, this one will work. We're just in my backyard and like. There's the seam that goes under your boobs. Right. 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 My boobs are so flat at this point that they were sliding under the seam. Like it what? was just like tubes. And like the like the the bra oh, part no. of the swimsuit is like sitting on top of my boobs. Oh no. Yeah. 
So what poor thing. Did you go get a new swimsuit? I I mean I have enough swimsuits. I'm oh, wearing, you do? I'm okay. wearing one right now. Yeah, because <laughs> for those that get to see this, I'm in my swimsuit because yeah. it is fucking hot here. So hot. We're so, gonna go swimming after yeah, this. Yeah, after this, we're getting in that pool. We're hanging out for a while because like, oh man, it's gonna be so much fun. Can I get to see your outfit then? Yeah. Your swimsuit. So are you are you do you normally wear a two piece? Do you wear a one piece? I go for the two piece. I have a one piece too, just because then I don't have to find two pieces, but I just mix and match. Nice. Was that, <laughs> All these two pieces. You've always done that, or is that a new thing? No, that's new. I used to always wear a one piece, but um but yeah, I so I bought a couple of swimsuits at the beginning of spring because mm-hmm. uh, I was really excited. Um I have not lost as much on my lower half as I have in my aforementioned lack of boobs. Um, <laughs> and so my, like, I had these, like, double D tops mm-hmm. that went with the bottoms. And so none of those fit anymore, okay. but all my bottoms do. So I had to buy new bottoms. So none, none oh, of my swimsuits funny. match. But <laughs> hey, some of those look really cute together. Yeah, so. it, work, it works. I'm fine with You're it. Like, well, and it probably works on you because it's you. Yeah. You know, so I like it. are you like super comfortable in a two piece? I only ask that because I just got my very first two piece. I am. So. I think I think I am because my waist is the smallest part of my body. Nice. So I I feel like they're always high waisted. I need to cover that little like flap of mm-hmm. I once had a baby. Yes. <laughs> business that's going on. But um, but yeah, I, I mean, I feel comfortable with my like upper abdomen showing. Yeah. So. Yeah, like it was interesting because like Kelly's always worn them since we were kids. Like I've never seen her not in a bikini. Yeah, um, it's easier when you got to pee. <laughs> I, it, that's what I'm learning. Holy shit! I was so excited this last weekend. I wore it and I had to pee, and I was like, just was able to go in and just like pull down. I'm like, oh my god, there's not like this <laughs> not side business yeah. or like I have to take the whole thing down. Depending, I'm like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. Or as my daughter does, and she just pees through her swimsuit and then rinses off in the bathtub like a monster. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, so she's gross. legit. She's legit five about old, it. Five years old, and That's, she's got her own. I never thought of that. I know. Well, I mean, nor I. <laughs> um, <laughs> Learning new things I every love day. That. That's a great like that's that's creative way of doing that. So that's what we'll say. But yeah, like that was a huge deal because like I've never worn two masks. I've always been big. So I'm like, I've never been comfortable yeah. to do it. And then Eric was like, You have the body for it, you should do it. Yeah. And I was like, Really? And he's like, Yeah, like like your style is more like the retro fifties era. So that's the high waisted. So like look for those. Yeah. You look great in those. And I was like, okay. And everybody has the body for a two piece. Everybody has a swimsuit body. Everybody does. I mean, I'm not, you're not going to find me in a string bikini. That's what, yeah. Like like there's levels. Like I will will not be in a string bikini, but now I'll be in a regular one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Totally. Well, because like I also was brought up with a We've all big. The whole family's big. Everybody's like 200 plus no matter what in this family. Yeah. So they all would be like, don't wear those things that make you look gross. Like that was like totally what I grew up with. Like and I didn't realize like how it was affecting me until I got older because they would just be like, no, fat people can't wear these. Like they were mean to themselves and just saying those outward things. And so like I definitely was brainwashed with it and to think like, no, like you can't like there's an age group that gets it like, you know, like it's like 16 to like 28 and that's <laughs> it. Everybody else that's over that Aww. age has to be in a one piece like 
that was just literally like what I grew up with. So I just assumed like that's kind of the thing. But like now being in this community, realizing, oh, no, you can love your body and just wear whatever the fuck you want. Like a hundred percent. Yeah, that breaks my heart because I can I can totally feel that of like your family. They in their minds, they're talking to themselves. Right. But as a child, like everything that is said or even as an adult, you hear somebody say something like that about themselves and you're like, oh, well, I'm smaller than that person. And if they think Mm -hmm. that they're bad, then they must think I'm a whale, you know, like just little things like that where you're you you're going to make the comparison. So, oh, yeah, as a little girl, like that's all, you know, like you didn't know the other side of the coin. And so you, there's no context. So all you get is just like, Oh, negative about fat people, like bigger Mm -hmm. people, obese people, like all these negative things. So I was, that's why like, I didn't tell anybody like there's like a whole thing about why it's like, cause like, no, like I couldn't. Cause like, then it would be like, what now you're going to be the smaller one. Oh, you you didn't tell anybody about your surgery. Yeah. Like it would, like, I only told like the people that would have to like take care of me <laughs> basically <laughs> on a need to know basis yeah it was definitely a need to know if you saw me then that's who got to know and mm. that was completely it but that's because of the way that we were raised was like it's funny like it's not okay to be big but then it's not okay for anybody to be small in the family it was just weird yeah it's not like that every, anymore i think every family has that shit in like one direction or another mm-hmm. right whether it's bodies or jobs or marriage and kids you know oh that's true there's always like that thing for mm-hmm. that family or sometimes multiple multiple but, things, well, hopefully multiple it's one, things. Yeah. <laughs> how has been all the support i'm like i'm assuming it's great because i've met your husband but how is yeah. like the fam bam and them all my adjusting? husband's a saint um the kids are too young to really understand what's going on so yep. we're good there um my uh, my family has been incredibly supportive. Yeah. They're very excited. It's um, there's always this weird balance that I can see them wrestling with whenever yeah. they want to compliment my body, but they don't want to be over like they don't want to mm-hmm. over talk about my right. body. Yeah. Which I, I like I appreciate. I love I, them for giving too, yeah. giving a fuck. Really, <laughs> right. you know, like, but they care <laughs> enough and they're acknowledging like. Okay, we can't like overdo it because that yeah. can make a problem. But I do want her to know, like she's yeah, looking great. which I it's like the perfect balance for me. They'll say, "Oh Good. my god, you look great," and I'll awesome. be like, "Great, you know, thank you. I feel great too." And nice. then we move on to other topics, and it's like, "Great, oh, thank like you that. for the external validation." And now we internal, move on. <laughs> and now we can move on. Uh, you do that gracefully because yeah. I get awkward. <laughs> oh like, yeah. Thank you. Okay. And I'm like just saying oh, I had bit. one of those awkwards. I won't out who it is, but um <laughs> <laughs> well, because I felt like such an asshole. Oh no. So I've been get I had been getting a lot of compliments on my body mm-hmm. on having lost weight. And you guys are gonna hear why I feel like an asshole in just a second. But um I don't do a lot of the like drop offs and pickups with the kids. Eric usually does that as part of his day. And I went to go pick up Avery uh, one day randomly. And uh, somebody that works at their daycare came out and was like, oh, my God, Stephanie. And it I didn't even wait for her to give me the compliment. And I was like, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And in retrospect, I'm like, what is wrong with me? But. Thankfully, I was correct in what she was about to say because otherwise it would have been real awkward. You're just assuming like, the compliment. I immediately, like, <laughs> I just assumed the compliment. Like, you did. who am I? Like, how far have I come? That, like, now I just assume yeah. I'm going to get a compliment. That's like, amazing. That's a problem. <laughs> um, 
But I I just do this like oral diarrhea on everybody who gives me a compliment. I feel like I need to explain myself. And so, you know, she was like, oh, my God, Stephanie. And I was like, oh, thank you. I had weight loss surgery in February. And, you know, it's mm. been awesome. Um, and I was like, but, it, you know, it's so good to see you. And she just looked gobsmacked for a minute. She was just stunned. And she was like, I can't believe you just told me that. And for a second, I was like. Uh, excuse me, like uh-huh. I don't I have can... any problem with it. I was like, re- re- you know, ready, like puffing that chest. Um, and uh, she was like, I mean, I had surgery in March of 2019, and I'm just so impressed that you can just like come out and say it. Like I haven't yeah. told anybody, and yeah. and I was like, oh well, I have this book club called the Bariatric Book yes, Club, and, yes. and she's like, oh, that's great. I've actually been struggling, so she's talking about joining. So like somebody Good. at my kids' daycare is talking about joining the book club, but it was just such a weird, that's like awesome. small world situation. Well, it's just like we're like there's a lot of closeted people like, yeah. and that's who we're trying to reach because you don't have to be closeted. Yeah, you don't like it's your weight. It's your health. You should not be scared to talk about it. You, and like, yeah. you shouldn't have to feel like you're scared. Like you can be scared all you want, I guess. But like, yeah, you, we like as a society, it, it should be OK for you to talk about those things and not feel awkward about it. Yeah, it's a surgery. It can yeah. be private. But as long as it's coming from a place of privacy and not shame. Exactly. Like, yeah. And I think that's the important piece that the part that I struggle with is like sometimes I'll tell people and they just don't know how to react. Like they're yes. just so awkward. They're confused and too. They're confused. They don't know how they should feel about mm. it. And I'm getting more okay with that. Like yeah. other, I'm definitely an empath. So like other people feeling awkward typically makes me feel more awkward. Okay. But um, lately I'll tell people and like, I just kind of like to sit with that awkwardness. Like I want to normalize (laughs) that people do this, that they get weight loss surgery and that they talk openly about it. Right. Like if I had been on Adkins for six months and lost this weight and somebody complimented me and I was like, Oh, thank you. I've been doing this Adkins diet. Nobody would blink. Right. So I more and more I I like feel like an obligation to just kind of like Mm -hmm. let it be awkward and like normalize the conversation as much as I can. Well, and like, guess what? You learn like just in general when you are awkward about something that's like in your face. Normally you learn so much from it. Yeah. Like sometimes you just have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. And then you get to learn a bunch of awesome fucking shit about people. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and really. I found like the less awkward I am about it, the more just like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Because like, Kelly had to teach me that because like um, I don't talk about it with people. It doesn't just like come up in conversation. Yeah. So with Kelly, like she's very forward. And like when we were just in Florida, like I was like, you know, I'm like, we're in Florida. I'm talking about it. And it's great because these people are super nice and like they want to hear about the podcast now. Like they're like yeah. talking to us about it. Like these people from um, <laughs> we stayed in this condo and we just went outside to go to the store and we just caught these people that were just on a walk with their dog. And she was talking about like because they are they're from Canada and she had um, like plastics done. And then we started talking about the podcast with her. And then now she's like, oh, my God, they downloaded it right in front of us because they're like there. You guys are hitting on all the things that I've always thought about. But like and I don't even have weight loss surgery. It's just the fact of like dealing with weight and then having plastics. She was able to relate to us. Yeah. And she was like, this is amazing. I'm like, "Okay, I need to just like talk about it a lot more because I forget like. Oh, we all can relate. It's not just people that's had surgery. Like this needs to be with anybody. And I don't see, I notice the more that I do talk about it, 
that awkwardness goes slowly and slowly away too. Yeah. Like, cause then I'm not awkward anymore. But yeah. I was going to say part of it's that you're just getting better at talking about mm-hmm. it. So yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've, I didn't realize this is what I was doing, but I put myself in a position now where I can't get around it. If I tell people <laughs> I've left my job, they're like, what oh, are you true. doing now? And I'm like, oh, I opened my own business. And they're like, what's your new business? Yeah. And I'm like, it's a book club for people who had weight loss surgery and a retreat for people who had weight loss surgery. Really? Yeah, they're they're like, like, did you have weight loss surgery? Yeah, yes, yes. I, yes, I had weight loss surgery. <laughs> yeah, because like no matter what now, your whole my aspect. My whole business, like my whole career now. Yeah, is, your whole life is like, this is it. Yeah. Which is awesome because I think that's what's going to keep you and everybody that's working with you guys like on point though. Oh, yeah. I've thought about that too. I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't gain my weight back or nope. else. There goes my business. No, mm-hmm. not really. I don't think people, but like, I'd feel a lot no. more like nervous about it. Than- oh, I think about it daily because of the podcast. Cause, oh, yeah. Because like the workout Wednesdays, like I would just randomly like, you know, you can see like the progression. Yeah. It's kind of funny because you're going to see, you see in the beginning is just me coming up with stuff and then you'll see photos of me doing it. Yeah. Um, And then it comes from like, oh, these are pre-planned ones I've done before. And now it's live ones. You know, I do live every Wednesday. And like, because I switched to live, no matter what, I get a workout every week. Yeah. So that's the deal is like, I told myself, like, if I'm going to talk about working out, I need to be fucking working out. Yeah. And I can't (laughs) gain weight. Like, I can't like, in my brain, I know that I can. You totally can. I totally can. We would still love and accept. That's a human thing. Superhuman. And it's just like, in my brain, I'm like, okay, but you you can't fuck up too much. Like you're supposed to like be a role model for people. You can't completely fall off the wagon. You it can't. would be akin to like not posting any new podcast for six months. It'd be so weird. Yeah. It'd be so yeah. fucking weird. And, but I say this as it's awesome because like that makes me accountable. Yeah. Like I noticed I need something to hold me accountable. And if, if that means like me being a role model for other people, I'm down for that. Like, I wonder about that too with things like the retreat. Like, I wonder if people feel any sense of like um, pressure or put better, I guess, is, would be accountability for like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to see all these people in November. Yeah. I want to try to like get my healthiest before then. I've thought about it. Interesting. I'm not going to lie. I hadn't, I hadn't literally had not thought about that almost, until this moment. It's almost like, you know, when you're going to be in a wedding. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I've already thought about, was, okay, so we're going to be on top notch by the time we get to the regular retreat. Because <laughs> like we're, we're doing a recording there, guys. And we have like a, like we're going to be with a doctor and we just released her episode and she's amazing. There's so much more to talk about with her. Yes. Like there's just so much there and we get to do that live and it's going to be fucking rad. And like, so but I want to also feel my best. And I want to look my best. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's definitely Twitter to my head of like, Interesting. all right, we're yeah. going That's great, sure. though. That's great. Like, I hope for it's people motivation. that it's a it's a motivator, but yeah. not a deterrent if they're like falling. Because the no. last thing I would want is right. for somebody to feel like, oh, I'm not doing all the things I or I feel like I'm failing and then right. not want to go to something mm-hmm. like this because they don't want to show up at, yeah. at their not best. No, that would I mean, that would suck. Yeah, would suck. but no, sick. don't don't feel that way, people. Yeah, like don't feel that no, way. that's the, the whole point. <laughs> yeah, I say the whole point of like literally just the big community and the society is there's no judgment, none. Yeah, because we're fucking human and we all make mistakes. And what's kind of beautiful about it too is like we've all come from this position of being bigger bodied in the past. Mm-hmm. So there's this point of of just like 
being a little ostracized, being a little more nervous about people that we're all in that same boat, right? Like I've gotten so many messages from people that are like, I'm so nervous coming by myself. Like I don't have any friends in this community. I'm like, don't worry, dude, you're my friend. Yeah. Like (laughs) you will be fine. Like this isn't going to be clicky. This is going to be us like loving each other. Yeah. 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 (laughs) We're all in the same boat there. I love it. Yeah. Cause we have followers that are like, we're going, we get to finally see you. Yes. Yeah, it'll be, be so much fun. So what is a big NSV? Because, you know, we love to celebrate non-scale yes. victories. What would be the one in the last three months? The biggest NSV. Yeah. I don't know. There's so many like great little ones where, you know, I mean, even this upcoming Friday, knowing like it's too hot to go bike riding, mm-hmm. um, like prompting that we go paddleboarding instead like what an easy out right it's 106 degrees I don't have to have like this hardcore day I'll stay home Mm -hmm. um I think like the biggest like splashy one like the most notable one was this backpacking trip that I just did with my sister so we did um almost 10 miles of hiking and we stayed overnight and it was pouring down rain and so for a minute there we were thinking about going home but then the sun came out and it was beautiful the next morning and I'm so glad we were there and then we went to go, my brother works up on Mount Hood. He works for Mount Hood Meadows. And so we went up to go visit him. Nice. He was like, Hey, you guys want to do a lift ride? I'll take you up to the top of the mountain. Um, so we went up to the top of the mountain. I thought we were just going up and back down and then getting lunch. Um, but he was just so excited to be in his element that he's like, come, come over on this trail. You'll see Mount Jefferson. Come over on this trail. You'll see this big meadow. And, Uh, And so we're hiking around and Lacey and I are dying at this point because we've been, we'd hiked like, 10 miles. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but like, you know, we just did it and we were totally fine. And then we went and had lunch and I ate slowly and it was like, oh my God, I'm starting to get the hang of this. And yeah. like, I'm like living like a person that wasn't 270 pounds, mm-hmm. which felt really, really incredible. There yeah. are other ones, you know, like fitting into my... Fitting into my uh, goal jeans early. Ooh. Like I slipped on my size 10 jeans and was like, what? Yeah. They don't feel comfortable yet, but they okay. fit. They fit. You button yeah. them and everything. Button them and everything. And I never in my life expected to fit in a size 10. Like I bought no. these, kept the tags on knowing that I would someday. Are you wearing them right now? No, no. These are oh, okay. My, I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. These are a different pair. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I kept the tags on because I was yes. like, I might not actually get to this size. So I want to yeah. be able to return them and to have them fit. I was like, what in the world? Good for you. Yeah. It's just been... It's crazy. I tell people, I get a lot of messages from people that are like nervous or right mm-hmm. before their surgery. Um, you know, is it worth it? And I'm like, yeah, if I didn't lose another pound, like I'm, you know, halfway through yeah. my year, if I didn't lose another pound, it was already worth it. And I'd be happy. Good. So, I mean, I still No, but you're like, you're okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's not gonna like fuck with you. Yeah. I like, feel great. I, it was already worth it, I guess is my point. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Hands down. Like I couldn't no have done return. that. I couldn't have done this without it. So sure. um, what is your, if you don't mind me asking, what is your actual weight today? Today, my weight is 192. And oh! I started at 270. That is awesome. Yeah. How exciting. You're in the, she's in the wonderland. I am in wonderland. Yeah. How'd you feel when you hit it? I was stoked. And it w- had mm. been I, I mean, I had talked to you when I was at like 204, yep. I think, and I was just stuck there yep. and it was driving me bonkers. So <laughs> once it, it literally dropped to like 198 and I was like, I'm in. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. I'm in. 
Yeah. And that's about when I started putting the scale away because I was like, all right, you've made it into Wonderland. Yeah. Like from here on out, it's going to be really incremental loss, like really it small is. increments of loss. So yeah. um, I was like, I don't need to see that I weigh a pound heavier because I haven't pooped yet today. Right. Like. That's, that's so adds, true. That adds no valuable data to my no. life. <laughs> so. It's actually funny. Like I'll weigh and I'll be like, "That's off by a pound." That's there's like pee and poop in your soul that I have not, <laughs> I have not expressed that yet. There's sewage in my body. <laughs> it doesn't count. Damn it. Well, because like what's funny is like so. Here's what's great about weight and height is like you said, you're five eight. Yeah. You're one eighty two. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm five four one eighty two. Oh, are we? So we are the right same now? way because that's where I stay. Like, yeah. I got to 179, I got up to 192, and I've like haven't like I just fluctuate by three pounds. Yeah, I'll go down to 189 and just come back up, and it's yeah. very annoying. <laughs> but I mean, I'm on the thinner mean, and I know people have oh, questions about that. So I I've been on it. So here's like I haven't been able to give like a true like review, and this is like new information for everybody to know is. We've been having health insurance problems. Oh, no. So because my husband's on workman's comp, somehow all of our health insurance got canceled. Yeah. And so but they all they also didn't tell us that it was canceled until 30 to 45 days after it was canceled. So I saw Dr. Patterson and then all of a sudden I'm getting these bills. For Dr. Patterson. My God. So we just start even send you like a Cobra letter. So after I get they do after I got the bill from Dr. Patterson. So that's what's interesting. Mm. I was like, oh, so my Suspect. my own office gets to know first and I don't get to know. Like, that's not cool. Like, I should have known before I even made that fucking appointment. Like, that doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. Um, and so we've been fighting. And so what's been happening is I've been taking like I've been taking halves this whole time just to try to make it. Yeah. Last. Stretch. Yeah. yeah. And then like she refilled me because we did at least a blood pressure check because that's really the biggest deal is if you're what they're worried about is your heart rate and yeah. if it's going to be too high. And mine was still the same. So she prescribed one more. But now, and so that was like April. My health insurance finally kicked back in July 1st. Oh I mean, they're gosh. retroactive and everything, but it took like Eric calling a bunch of places, me See, calling that's a bunch that of places. stuff where I'm like, time is money. You owe yeah. me money for all this stuff I had to For do real? to fix your I, mistake. I had to do a nasty gram to his boss. I was like, this is not okay. I don't know what the hell happened at your work, but like, this is not, this is problem. Like I Ugh. will, ha- I will do all the things because <laughs> he knows where I work and he knows I deal with attorneys. And I was just like, do not make me, Yeah. don't make me do this. I don't want to yeah. do this. this don't is make me be the bad guy here. Yeah. Like this is not our fault. There wasn't like Eric filled all the things. So like, that's the problem with the phenomene is that like, it has helped because I know on the days that like I'm having more carby substance it's not sticking because like I'm still 192. Yeah. So that's the deal is like, I know it's working. It's just, I can't use it correctly until I go see her and I go see her next month. And then I can finally be on it like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I feel like, cause I was going to do like a full fucking review on it, but I couldn't, I can't do that. And with that kind of data, like, yeah. you know, like numbers person is like, this isn't fair data to go off. Yeah. Of. <laughs> so that's my fender mean little rant for a moment is like, it does work. It's just, Not not the way that I have to use it. Because, like, I know if I could use, like, a full dose of that, I probably would finally break my 192 stall and get down into the 180s. Yeah. I really just want to get to, like, 175, 170. And that's because, like, when I was there, I was, like, muscle. Okay. I was just going to ask. I was, like, what's driving that want? Yeah. So it's just the muscle. Because when I got to 179, 
I was like starting to get like the lines in my mm. arms and I was getting um like the top, the top of my waist was like getting really tiny to where there's like maybe mm. an inkling of a, yeah. uh, you know, an ab. So I'm like, I was like, I just want to get back to that because I was yeah. like, I loved the way that I felt and looked right there, even though that I do feel amazing and I feel very confident in my skin. It's just like it would be cool to get back down there. And I know yeah. it's going to take a lot of work and a, I could probably I'm not going to give myself an excuse. I could do this shit right now if I like scheduled the correct time and got all the workouts in and yeah. did all of the things. Yeah. But I feel overwhelmed with just doing my normal day to like my I have a 40 hour job. Yep. <laughs> then I do the, all the podcast stuff was yep. really another 40 hour job. And then when Kel's out like this, like there's I yep. how am I I can do my my physical challenge. That's what I've I told myself this month. I will not miss a day. So I'm doing my own physical challenge at least. And I'm taking a walk. Yep. So that's I've, that's all I get in this month. I don't care. That I, is, think I think that's okay. Like, I think that's fair. We're not. I think it's especially in this process, we're so focused on the before and after. And mm-hmm. I, I'm part of that. I literally posted a before and after today. So I'm not knocking those. Let's no, be honest. No, we did too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, we're not, a bef- we're a living organism. It's yeah. like, it's more like gardening than it is playing with Legos. If we're going to use a metaphor, like we're that. not putting yeah. together a Lego set and then mm. it's done. Right. It's, you know, there's constantly going to be different mm. seasons or going to be different points at which we need to yeah. nurture it. And okay. I can't go any further with this metaphor, but we're a living organism. Yes, it's not I a fixed it. item. <laughs> no, I love that. I like that idea and that metaphor because you're absolutely right because it's ebbs and flows yeah. and there's different seasons. Yeah. I mean, you're a parent like with mm-hmm. kids, it's like I'm in a season right now where they require a lot of attention. Yeah. I have a two-year-old and a five-year-old. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, those are the ages too. Are, you have to be on point. Yes. And so, and and there's going to be a season where they don't need me as much, mm-hmm. but they also won't cuddle with me as much. Yeah. Like my daughter insists she holds my hand as we walk to camp right now, Aww, which I just so cute. love. But there was a moment where I was like, oh, give me my hand back. It, like, it's so hot out. I didn't say this to her, but no, but, but I, and then I was like, oh, kidding me like <laughs> she's not gonna hold my hand for that much longer well that's the parent like where we start feeling the parent guilt yeah but it's so relatable to our weight loss surgery too yeah. like there's these seasons and you never know how long a season's gonna last Mm-mm. and if it's gonna be better or worse like frankly you might get down to 179 or whatever and be like i actually don't like this like yeah, i want to get back to where i was it's actually very very possible yeah that, like i'll get there and be like now we're gonna be like five pounds heavier yeah like yeah this might be just too small yeah and that's and i'm okay with that but, that's the one thing i would say like i've learned in these like six years of doing this is like you get to learn to be okay with yourself yes you get to really learn to love you and like figure out who you are because with this process you're changing so much Yeah. And I think like the more I think about it, the more like self-love to me is so much about like enjoying the journey or appreciating Mm -hmm. and having gratitude for where you are right now. Yeah. Not not what you expect to be or what you think you're capable of even, which is also a positive thing. But, you know, like self-love is is like literally right now. And, you know, if you hate going to the gym, then don't, don't go to the gym, yeah. you know, do something else because you need to enjoy the process. Life is the process. Yeah. Yeah. If that just means like you enjoy hiking, then that's your workout. Yeah, exactly. I'm hiking. I'm out riding my bike. I'll do yoga every now and then and I'll hop on the Peloton, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to do it every day. I know I'm not going to do it every yeah. day. Like you, you come to terms with that. Yeah. yeah. And, th- and there's nothing wrong with that. I mm-hmm. think 
Um, I say this a lot on my page, but it's just like so, so important for people to, we live so much of our life looking as, as bigger bodied people, at least for me, I guess I shouldn't speak for other people, but I've spent so much of my life looking forward to when I've lost the weight or when I feel good about my body or when, 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 Mm -hmm. right. And, and you know, you look up and you're 34 years old (laughs) and like, you know, like I am very privileged. I've had an awesome life, but you know, I think there are moments that I could have appreciated more in the moment. And so I think that's the biggest thing with weight loss surgery is I am getting more in tune with that kind of stuff, especially in the last few months is like being here now, being in the moment, being present. It's going to be really helpful for a successful journey because you're like hyper aware, I think, of what's going on around you and what you're doing to your own body. Like what are, um, what are you looking forward to for the next three months? Um, I think, um, I'm hoping that I've ingrained some really good habits in the next few months. So I'm in this transition period. It's only been a week and a half Mm -hmm. of, uh, going into self-employment. So that's a whole new beast. It's a whole new beast, right? Like I'm not on, like my online offline times are around the same, but I have the flexibility to at any point in the day, do a workout or, you know, to walk my daughter to and from school and, and things like that. And so I'm hoping that I can like build in some regularity because it's going to be essential for my mental health is like, okay, I get up, I brush my teeth, I go potty, I take my vitamins, you Mm -hmm. know, like maintaining those like normal items, um, is going to be really important for me to not slip into like a afternoon napping habit, which is also okay. But like, oh no, as long I feel as it's yeah. not interrupting because that's kind of like it's kind of like COVID all over again. Because now you work from home one hundred percent, and so you have to build your own new routine from yeah. home. Like do the whole thing. I guess you didn't have to really. Yeah, I've been working from home since COVID hit, and I yeah. haven't gone back. But it, there is definitely more of the like. I, I mean, I took a whole a whole day off last Friday to do that backpacking trip. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even give it a second thought. There was a moment there where I was like, should I check in with Brie and let her know that I'm going to be offline today? I'm like, yeah, that'd probably be the nice thing to do, but she, yeah. but I don't have to. And that's so no. bizarre. That is a weird feeling. You're like, I can just go. Yeah, I can just go. Yeah. Or like I spent a half day um, like just running errands. I had so many returns and okay. like some cardboard I needed to bring to the recycling yeah. place and stuff. And I was like, I had like the absence of guilt, like from every once oh, in a while, nice. I would do some of those errands on oh. work time. Right. But I'd have that like feeling of guilt. Oh and, yeah. That's scared feeling. Yeah. Like, so I'm Aw. really looking forward to building in habits um, and like letting go of any like guilt around that. And, Good. Um, and yeah, going into the fall where it's not so fucking hot. <laughs> Well, I love it. What else do you guys have prepared for the Bear Act Society? Is there anything else that we don't know? Or Virtual tickets are yeah. on sale now. We still have a small handful of virtual VIP. So that's okay. the the um, swag bag. Awesome. Um, and then with a book club, we have hit, as of this month, a year of oh, the bariatric book club. Isn't that exciting. crazy? Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is so, so cool. Okay. Yeah. Some awesome stuff coming up there. How We're many reading, members do you guys have? Uh, just under 200. Damn. I know, that's a so lot. Fun. Um, so, but what's great about it is we break everybody in. Well, we have a bunch of different like Zoom call times people can do because we like to keep the groups smaller than 20 is oh, the that idea makes sense. for the Zoom yeah. calls. Because the bigger the group, the less conversation there is. Honestly, people get more nervous. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So we, and we have a bunch of great hosts on now that are, that are doing it. And we have some great books. We have some books I'm so excited about in the lineup. We're reading Food Junkies right now, which resisting the thesis so much, but it is so interesting. I feel smarter every night reading it because I'm like, I knew no more about the like hormones and neural pathways that our brain like reacts to because of of food. Yeah. It's so interesting. I'm going to have to get that fucking book. It's so interesting. And then, um, next month we're reach, we're reading, this is just my face. Um, Oh darn. I forgot the name of the author, but she was the actress that played precious. Um, in the movie Precious. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Um, oh, I do not know her name. Yeah. I can picture her, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, darn it. That's so frustrating. But uh, she had weight loss surgery. So yes. that's her memoir. Um, and yeah, we have a few other really good ones coming up through the end of the year. And we'll do a reread of Atomic Habits since that one was like such that a, was a huge hit. That one was such a big a hit. Huge hit. So, one of my girlfriends messaged me and told me about the book you guys are reading this month. Oh, food junkies. Yeah. She like, she's like, I got this book in the mail. Uh, One Hungry Mother's reading it. So I purchased it and she's like, I think I'm going to like it. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I love that's that awesome. so much. That's awesome. And now that I know it's more sciencey, like that's totally my jam. Oh yeah. It's a doctor that wrote it. So oh, it's fuck, a, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of stories in there about people that she's worked with, yeah. um, which I think makes it engaging, right? If it was just mm-hmm. science stats, I'd be like, Okay, nighttime reading will put me to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, lots of fun stuff coming up. Good. It sounds like you're a busy girl and all you're about is helping this community. I love it so much. So much, so much. So So is there anything that you think I forgot to ask that you think that you want to share? Or is there any tips that you want to give out to the other six monthers? Follow me at one underscore hungry underscore mother. Do all those things. Yeah. I'm posting some more like food tips. My food tips are so basic because I'm so not a cook. It's like, hi, I bought this hunk of turkey from Costco. And now I slice it up and measure it and eat it. Um, Or this morning I was like, I have this prepackaged thing of yogurt and I'm adding almonds and blueberries. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, but I think like. For me, seeing that stuff on other people's pages is so helpful because I'm like, oh, yeah. Because you forget you can do those things. Yeah, I'm like, that's a food item I can eat. Yeah, (laughs) because those are helpful, so don't stop doing those because they are adorable. Um, Because we notice that people really love food recipes. Yeah. Like, that is a jam. It's hard to think of, like, the things that you can eat that are going to give you the protein that you need. Yep. Make you feel full, but not make you feel stuck. Yeah. Like, that stuff's hard. It really, really is because when you get further down the line, you stop having the protein shakes and you have to start like preparing meals for yourself yeah. or your fam bam. And I'm and weird about wanting like real whole foods mm-hmm. as well. So like finding those items as well is That's not it's weird. a little tougher. That's not weird. I'm like an organ granola. It's not weird to you. You're no, an no, organ, organ. Well. <laughs> Yeah. We're used to the shit. Like we, my husband gardens. Like yeah. <laughs> we have chickens. You guys I'm know. I'm like, Avery, go in the backyard and pick some tomatoes for dinner. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we have eggs. Go get them from the chickens. We have ducks now. We're going to have duck eggs. So this oh, is going to cool. be fucking cool. Yeah. I'm going to like figure out some recipes to show with duck eggs. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm super excited about that. Well, thank you so much for coming down to the studio. Hanging thank out. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Um, and we're going to have some more fun because we're going to get in the pool now. Let's go jump in the pool. So if you guys <laughs> uh, want to see this and like right when it drops, um, you need to go to patreon.com forward slash OSLP um, and pick the $10 tier or higher. And then you get all of the things first. And what's new to that tier is you guys get your own episodes now. 
So like once a week, you get your own episode and it's just for you guys. So that's what's really cool about it is that you don't just get like this one early. You'll be actually getting your own episodes now. Isn't that rad? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm super excited. So exclusive content. That's right. (laughs) So definitely go check it out. It goes right back into the podcast, goes right back into all the equipment that we use, all the services to get the podcast out. So definitely check that out. And then of course our website, because we got our merch. And this is definitely on the website, my hat. I fucking love this hat. The content that you use. It's so much like Doing all this research has like one, it holds me accountable, but also like getting you guys the most updated information is key. So do success. All right. Well, I love you guys and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Hey, listeners, if you've enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcasts. Also check us out on patreon.com forward slash OSLP for exclusive content with your favorite girls ever. Yeah. And also check out our YouTube page. Subscribe, hit that little bell so you get notified when our new videos drop a week after they are released. Yeah, and we would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logos, Eric Vaughn with 17th Street Studios because he provides our music and our recording yes, space. Yes, Thanks for listening to our Sleep Live podcast where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time. <laughs>